<laughs> so I was working at a grocery store. I must have been like 16 or 17, maybe. Cause I remember driving I had my, my Dodge Neon <laughs> at the time with subwoofers. So, you know, quite the catch. <laughs> um, but there was a girl that I, I kind of had a crush on, uh, but she was she was a little older than me. But one night, uh, I think I think she worked, if I remember correctly, she worked at the grocery store with me. But she worked in, like, bakery, so it was very prestigious. <laughs> and I was a, a mere cashier. And uh, one night after, uh, I think I was on the clock still, but her, her and her mom came over to me, and she kind of, like, scurried off a little bit. And her mom handed me, like, a handwritten note on loose-leaf paper. And it was asking me if I wanted to go out with her daughter on a date to see War of the Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I I said yes, <laughs> and we went and had a little nice time and w- saw War of the Worlds. Um, was, was the mom there too? No, I wish. I wish she just like continued just to pass notes to you, just proxying. Yeah, just handing me <laughs> handwritten notes with every little decision to be made on yeah. them. She's like, we uh, have to do this until my daughter's eighteen. <laughs> was it like a circle yes I, or circle no situation, or were you it was supposed like a yes, to no, answer? Maybe. I think I I think I answered uh, verbally. Okay, I didn't know if it was like pure letter communications for a bit. Yeah, uh, but then we saw yes the, the Tom Cruise vehicle war of the worlds mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and I, now that girl is a is a mommy blogger so uh, <laughs> bullet dodged who knows. I was over him. But... Well, you know when you break up, how you say things you don't mean. Well, he says the mean things you don't mean, but he means them. Real love consuming can't live without each other love everyone and welcome to unboyfriendable i am em Rakini, and this is a very special episode we have um what i think might be a quorum or it's at least uh, a party uh not one but two guests both very close to my heart the one uh you've met her before mallory we had that really wild <laughs> episode of <laughs> bad sex stories and the other you may have heard of um his name heard is of. dan Vicini. <laughs> the infamous <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> have you ever been to central jersey um but yeah aside from uh being pop punk royalty jesus fucking christ <laughs> he uh worst is... intro ever <laughs> can you re- reference something i've done in the last like seven years please uh, <laughs> the... uh have you heard of the rangefinder diaries <laughs> again that's like sorry, it's concurrent at least <laughs> have you heard of no invite it is um the best project about sneaking into fashion week um and have you heard of have a nice life podcast uh dan vicini yes hello (laughs) um okay so this is an episode i specifically wanted multiple people on here because i needed different opinions because i have like an admittedly shitty opinion about this um and it's very alienating probably like will alienate all of the people who listen to this podcast so you had to bring in other y'all. people so you yeah. didn't lose all of your listenership <laughs> with your whack-ass opinions oh my god yeah um so 
This one's really riding on y'all. Um, the topic for today, making the first move. Um, and this is one that is um, in discussions that I've had both with Dan and Mallory and with other friends when I was deciding if this was something good to talk about. Um, it's something that everyone has a different opinion on. Um, I feel like most people exist in like a gray zone where uh, it kind of depends on the situation. Um, some people have a harder stance. But I think before we get into opinions and defending them and tearing them apart, uh, let's talk about how we would define it. Um, I think I think it's pretty, I don't know, for me at least, I think making the first move is that first point of contact. I think at, at least if it's in kind of the context of forming something beyond a general conversation like so if there, even if it's, it's not like, like immediately apparent but like you know kind of sowing the seed of possibly going into a further context of a relationship or a hookup or something like that so i think the first point of contact would be considered first move would it be so that kind of sounds like how i would define it but mine would be like uh an inciting movement moment <laughs> that bridges the gap between um, like platonic and, and yes, <laughs> um, platonic and like potentially romantic. So it would be more of like a romantic gesture. Yeah, I mean that. Okay, I mean that's kind not, of not not like showing up with a bouquet of roses or doing the like uh, the 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 place card like the oh not the, the card, card thing from love <laughs> not actually the love like, actually not cards that, but with like, her husband you know, in the background either. yeah um that scene is Who's, insane and also carolers it's been in pizza commercials lately um which I, it makes me feel so detached from reality um yeah. i don't know I, I maybe we're all saying the same thing different ways but i think it's like one step after the inciting incident that sounds like the assassination of our like a law and order ferdinand that it's the we're just gonna call it the lee harvey oswald okay. defense um, um yeah because i think the there's like a move that comes before the first move the pre-move is like the the introduction or something I don't know like I feel like the move is when um when you're setting a a plan in action and I feel like you have to have some kind of even if it's like a very thin connection you need that established before you like go in and I think the yeah. going in is the move yeah. instead of the like, it, it, hey, my name is like, I don't always think that's the making the move. I guess it could. Do I that. think. Yeah, I think it also depends on the context of how you're reaching out. Like, yeah. are you reaching out on a dating app? Because mm, that true. first intro is the first <laughs> move because it's already under the umbrella of. It's what we app. in e-commerce like to <laughs> define as like a. There's like the intent buyers. There's people who are like purposely searching for what your thing does. And then there's the people who just kind of stumble upon you. It's like if you're on a dating app, it's like you're an, a high intent buyer. Yeah, there's there's kind of a motivation behind it uh, just by being on the app. You know, like you're clearly yeah. looking for something. I mean, granted, and that also can parse out into what kind of app you're on. Like if you're on Tinder, there's the possibility of it being like, 
relationship goal or hookup goal. The implication. The Im- the implication. I was just <laughs> referencing the implication today. I think I was like, I don't know. My friends are it's trying evergreen. to plan some summer vacation plans with a boat. And I was like, oh, yeah, the implication. The dentist system. The implication. Some kind of shrimping vessel. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so I think I think it definitely depends on what the environment of the said move is is per, you know <laughs> produced uh, but, uh, the, the milieu yeah, I mean, if, if you're like sliding into someone's dms that you know you might try to you know pad it out a little bit you know yeah, what i mean i feel like, like that kind of opens up its own yeah the move it's is like you want to build up a rapport like executing the something so i feel like if i said hi to someone first on a dating app i haven't necessarily made the first i guess like you know initiating contact but i wouldn't necessarily consider that the first move as much as you know myself or that person then saying like so what do you say we meet up sometime or like you know would you wanna can i take you out to this place like in my mind that's the move because that's the like okay, now we're doing something, but just like, how many siblings do you have? What's your favorite color? All that shit is like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know how making the move that is. That just feels like, all right, we have to get this shit out of the way either so I don't get murdered or whatever I'm trying to determine in the first few minutes of our interaction. (laughs) But like. And I'm curious, Erica, what your idea of the first move is then. I would say my idea of the first move is pretty much on par with what both of you are saying in that it's like I, I think instead of being uh, like a, its own thing, it's sort of like a transition. Mm-hmm. So it's like transitioning the conversation. Um, I think it would be something that shows romantic intent. Um I think that it could be something as like obvious as um, me driving to Nashville and telling someone I love them not once but twice. Yeah, it was totally actually a normal thing to do. I was gonna so reference that later. Was a road trip and a and a and a, and a, a dinner <laughs> with no context uh, clear to the other person on your your yeah. motives. So uh, it could be something as stupid <laughs> as that. Um, or that was a self-burn. I'm so sorry if there's anyone listening who's also done that. I was I not mean, talking about you. This is your intervention. <laughs> yeah, True. that's actually why Dan and I are here today. We want to talk to you about that incident with yeah. your, your driving. Yeah, and, uh, and, and this is a warning for other people who are also thinking of doing the same cautionary thing. Cautionary tale. I mean, I have <laughs> flown cross-country to do the same thing, so you're not alone. And we were... That's our version of the cue cards, damn it. Yeah. it's. Am I, am I the only one who hasn't <laughs> flown for someone else? More or less? To profess a uh, deep affection for someone who you only went on a few okay Cupid dates with two years ago. Yeah, I don't think that applies to me. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't even I've, do I've that. I've had my share of like long distance relationships for sure. I mean, in college, I was seeing someone who I would, without thinking, drive seven and a half hours to go see at the drop of a hat. So that could be worse. I feel actually. like the <laughs> difference here is. Eric and I were not in relationships with these people. This okay. was yeah, us this making was the, the first, first move. move. <laughs> yeah. back, I'm not quite sure I could say I was either. So. Ooh. Um, yeah. oh, oh, but no. yeah, it could be something as like grandiose and ridiculous as that. Or it could be something as like 
simple as just being like, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, when it's implied that it's it's not a friend cup of coffee. It is a romantic. Especially if it's like something that's out of the ordinary. Like you wouldn't normally do that with that person. Like if you had just been talking on like Instagram or something and then you're like, let's get coffee. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah that's the transition part that you were saying. It's like, okay, we're moving yeah. this. I'm trying to move this relationship to a different type of relationship now. I think that's when you're starting yeah. to put on the moves. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it I could kinda, be different for everyone. Yeah. I've, I've had my share of like transitioning from like a conversation like that into trying to pitch it into a more romantic side of things or a more like less platonic, I guess. Uh, yeah. But a lot of my interactions, I guess, have more or less probably be either in, I guess, in person where I was a little more upfront or like via dating apps. So mm-hmm. there was a little bit more of that like implied, uh, like I'm here to meet someone for these reasons. The implication. So like, <laughs> <laughs> None of these things took place on a boat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but you, do, you you understand what I mean? Yeah. Though, there's right? less. It's, it's like, yeah. it, there's the, less the legwork you have said, to do. That it's okay. I'm here to meet someone for non-platonic reasons, uh, but yeah, that's definitely a slippery slope, uh, or not even like a slippery slope, but like a, like a weird kind of uh, purgatory of like trying to make that gray area transition from like a platonic conversation into, hey, let's meet up for dinner, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I. It's, that's uh, when it, it takes can, it can the real courage, I think, because it's not. At least for me personally, it's not as hard to go up and actually like introduce myself and establish that baseline conversation. Like that's much easier than taking something that already exists and trying to transition it to a romantic situation when it previously hadn't been like because I feel like that's when you're really being vulnerable. Like that's when you're kind of showing your cards for the first time is when you express interest. I think think that's a really important thing to note is that there's like an inherent vulnerability about doing this Mm -hmm. and I think like maybe that might be the most important part of it is the fact that you're putting yourself out there in a way that like almost removes any reasonable doubt um like uh that I don't know I think like that's an important part of this proverbial first move Mm -hmm. is that's why it's risky because you've i don't know the second you've shown some interest then you're kind of at a disadvantage (laughs) like you're already losing because you've expressed interest especially if you kind of like already have rapport and like a friendship and it's like oh if this person doesn't feel this way that's gonna fuck everything up yeah as yeah especially with a friend is it friend transition is a friendship transition (laughs) especially with a transition um because you're risking more than just a casual acquaintance or a dm slide or uh you know like dan was saying a dating app or something there's even more risk with that that friend move which i have boldly confessed feelings for a friend as well i feel like i can tick off the more we talk about it, the more I realize that um, I have been really vulnerable in these <laughs> situations before. And even your most recent story, Erica, you were talking about 
driving to profess love for someone (laughs) we were on the phone right before you went to go meet him and I was like you got this do it like I was hyping you up so hard and you were like yeah my other friends are not uh cheering me on the way you are and I was like you got this bitch you are so hot like he will love you and then you texted me and you were like "Mm -mm -mm." didn't it didn't work (laughs) so I apologize I don't think I ever apologized for hyping you up um and just sending you off to the wolves like that but it's okay it wasn't so much of like it was it wasn't so much of like the wolves it was more of like uh a guy who's like okay i think i think erica is her own wolves she like throws herself to herself oh yeah definitely (laughs) erica's choice in men is her wolves because i do believe confessing the things you were I mean we even like went over a little bit of a script we were talking about some of the things you were gonna say and I remember telling you like if the right person heard those things about themselves like they would be fawning over you I don't know and like if I I, it wasn't meant to be he's a jerk (laughs) I feel like you fell in love with me when I delivered my monologue to you you were like dang girl I did tell you that I was feeling some feelings when you expressed them. <laughs> and I had to zoom out and be like, okay, this is for that guy. Right, 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 right. Um, I I just, I love love and <laughs> I date men and women and just the idea of anyone professing love for so I just, I, it makes me so excited. But then all, there is that possibility and sometimes inevitability of like, getting back an okay or maybe getting back nothing or i yeah i think scary. vulnerability can be attractive sometimes just knowing that someone is putting themselves out there that way yeah uh definitely can like stir some feelings of like wow like they're passionate about that and i, I feel like in the past i've dated a lot of people who are very not open with their feelings uh at least as much as I am, but that's a hard bar to set. <laughs> I was I was lamenting to uh, my friend actually, um, and I was just like, yeah, I feel like it's so hard for me to like. I feel like I'm just doing thoughtful things all the time, and I like it's so hard to feel like I'm getting that in return mm-hmm. in in past relationships. And he goes like, you're literally the most thoughtful person I know. I don't think that's a bar that could be accurately set for anybody else <laughs> like I, so it's I tough. want it's you tough to, to get what you're giving though like I feel like thoughtful people deserve other thoughtful people like it makes me sad in any relationship situation with like my friends or even if you see it in like movies and tv where someone is so willing to go above and beyond for the other person and it's just like they're with someone who that just like wouldn't ever occur to like when someone's not yeah thought, it's just like thanks yeah. <laughs> it doesn't my my current relationship excluded obviously yeah. uh but yeah previous ones for sure it's like oh i'm putting in like 80 percent and like feeling like i should just be happy with like 20 percent back you know so uh to that same point from the male perspective uh is it a turn on or a turn off when a woman like goes for it and the woman is making the first move and is maybe like more I don't know, aggressive than is stereotypical. Honestly, I love it. Well, there you go. Like, there you go, ladies. That's <laughs> his, we, thank we you. We just found this his This has kink. been a great conversation, guys. 
<laughs> the man likes and it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um I think it's just because it's it's kind of gets that immediate like that initial question about whether the other person's interested out of the way. And I know that that kind of is a flip-flop of obviously if the man is reaching out to the woman, it's clear that the man is interested mm-hmm. and it takes pressure off the woman for uh or you know whatever gender you choose to be and whoever you're attracted to let's get those caveats out of the way obviously but yeah the person you reaches out that you know you already know that they are interested in you and that takes that bit of uh questioning out of the picture and you kind of don't have to like dance around it as much because it's like oh i know this person is reaching out to me for a reason i now don't have to sit and contemplate about whether they actually do were they just being nice were they just this you know uh, or, or, you know, are they just, you know, um, you know, uh, I don't know, humoring you, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Some people but are I think just flirts. Like some people just flirt because that's, that's their true. personality. I'm afraid of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I have no idea how to like read anyone. So whenever I see that, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's into me. <laughs> he's like a barista. Just said, have a good day. And Erica's like, oh, like, that is, like the- don't even go there. I know, we can sorry. go there in a little bit. Yeah. yeah like like the, the desperate man who's like, oh, my God, that stripper was totally. That's exactly that. Yeah. But or that's like, me, oh, though. That, that waitress, that's me. That waitress brought me like an extra glass of Diet Coke without me asking, like totally into me. Uh, uh, but no, funny. I think, like I said, I think, I think what it is, is it's like, oh, because I, I'm usually really good at reading people. When it comes to reading if people are interested in me, it's totally way out of my out of my range, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I'm always like never quite sure if this person is actually interested in me or if they're reciprocating like my interest in them. So I feel like getting that first message, um, you know, expressing interest is just like a weight off of my conscience. So I do really like that. Uh, the the relationship I'm in at the moment, uh, she reached out to me via like OkCupid, which mm. I wasn't even really active on, which was <laughs> no shocking. one has been in like <laughs> ten years. Yeah, I think I had updated it like early pandemic and then hadn't been on it. I, I was surprised my profile was even like actively like viewable. Um, but yeah, so you know, she reached out to me, and it's it's been great since. Um, now that we've sort of defined what this first move is i want to get into some of our thoughts on it and because of my hard stance i'm gonna have to go last just to prove a point so i feel like we're being set up but okay (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this is a trap but it's your podcast so whatever (laughs) you can have it no i'm just trying to prove a point my my point is that i'd never make i don't want to ever make the first move again so. Yeah. All right. I uh, just made why, the first move. Why so. is that though? Are you just that afraid of rejection? Um, I think that uh here you are making me make the first move on my own podcast. I mean <laughs> um, <laughs> it's exposure therapy. I mean, that's, that's yeah, right. I this was, is my Agora. That was something that I was kind of uh fearful of. Uh I mean I guess if we can we can dig into that before you, you get into your reasoning. 
But I mean, that was like something where I, you, everyone has a fear of rejection or like you hype yourself up, like thinking about this person, you, you could be even thinking ahead of like what, what's going to, how great it's going to be when they say yes, or yeah. you like yeah. plan your relationship in your head before you even reach Building out. Building out your, yeah, so your you marriage you, with the person on the train. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, we both do that. I think all, all three of yeah. us do that. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, but you, you kind of build, it's, it's like buying a lottery ticket and it's like, you start to plan like what you're going to do with the money, you know, and, uh, you kind of build it out and then there's a lot more to be lost when, if they, if they say no, but eventually you kind of, I mean, at least for me personally, that was something I, I actually built doing photography and, and doing the no invite series was like, it started as a project of me building up the courage to ask strangers if I could take their picture. And the worst that could happen is them saying no. And then you both move on and forget about it. Mm-hmm. So now forget about it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of similar. Uh, it's, it's more emotional, obviously when you're reaching out to someone that you are attracted to or appreciate or, you know, uh, so there is a little more riding on it emotionally asking someone and like kind of shooting your shot. Mm-hmm. But again, ultimately, unless it's a friend where, you know, obviously there is some connections that can go either way. Um, you know, if it's someone that you find attractive, you know, on a dating app or, or elsewhere, you know, the worst that's going to happen is they're going to say no. And it it's going to suck, but you do a kind of get over it in a way that's like, you know, at least I have an answer now instead of lamenting over this person and not asking ideally you get over it ideally, i guess is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I, you would hope but i mean it's, I, it's something that honestly takes practice like here's even, the thing yeah right, erica say your thing <laughs> let's hear it i've <laughs> had tons of practice obviously i've uh i'm not against being vulnerable but i think ultimately is there a bird yeah I mean, not like a pet, oh. but like <laughs> there are birds outside my my window that are like deafening. The yeah. window is closed. I was like, wow. Like a, I, I wish they would shut up so bad. I'm, I hate They're birds. the birds of love. Um, it's okay. I mean, okay. Um, yeah. Apologies for the bird yeah. noises. <laughs> Sounds I like I didn't know where they were coming a, from. Yeah, it's me. I'm the bird. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'm not opposed to being vulnerable. Uh, I just think that I've put myself out there a lot in the past and I've kind of come full circle and now I'm just simply too trad to want to do it again because I feel yeah. like the kind of man that I want and need is the kind that will make the first move. Also, I'm really bad at making the first move. Um, I used to be good at it. I don't know where that went. I guess I can blame <laughs> COVID for it. Um, but I was just being fucking roasted in the group chat the other day because there's this guy I was going to try to, like, ask out. And <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I was going to bring it up on our podcast, and I still will. I you do. should. You should. It's, <laughs> it's so truly the most bizarre thing I've ever ever heard. What any- was the roasting? Oh. Just the fact that she wants to no, ask this guy uh, out? The way, no, that, the way that she was planning on asking this guy out. Oh, Erica. I, we got, I I'm already scared. You. I haven't even heard it yet. Okay, so um, this person is an outdoorsman. Just, I, I need your to type. put that up there. 
<laughs> no, I yeah. would say this person is in his early 40s. That's my type. Um, okay. So, uh, I I Bald, I know the I know where he works. Uh, <laughs> like I don't want to give too much away, but like he's a very accessible person, and also we mutually follow each other on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, and have talked to each other and on I'll, Instagram. Uh, before you go on, let let's reiterate. I'm not seeing a problem yet. No, let's so. reiterate <laughs> the fact that Erica knows where he spends most of his time and where to find him, <laughs> and also where to reach out to him when she's not seeing him in person. So just reiterate that there is a little power <laughs> dynamic. Think, no, but think about that. that Erica knows exactly with. where he is most of the time before she okay. says the next couple parts. Um, okay. I don't want to just ask him out because that's what I don't. I can't. I just can't. So I was thinking. So he really likes rock climbing. So I was like, I, I don't want to say it out loud. You, you have to. Well, you're this far into it. If so anything but gotta, to shame yourself. <laughs> I was gonna learn how to do rock climbing, and then I was gonna go to a rock climbing place and basically just like wait for him to show up and be like, hmm, fancy seeing you here. <laughs> The first step is that you learn rock climbing before you even express any interest in it. The second step is to to wait in the woods until he happens to come by. Well, okay. Fucking Sasquatch. (laughs) Wait, so wait, I'm I'm fucking Sasquatch or I'm like fucking Sasquatch? Um... You are Sasquatch. <laughs> I added the expletive of fucking to alliterate. I mean to illustrate that you are. I just, just had to in make it woods. clear that I wasn't like fucking Sasquatch. Right. Okay. Right. Well, what if I, I mean, was like, yes, he is. He is a squatch. So, uh, um, Erica, Squatch man is my type. Second idea. Um, I would love a Plan B here. Oh, no, Plan B is even better than Plan A. I don't remember what Plan B was. Oh, oh, sure, okay. <laughs> plan B was you learn how to whitewater raft and then happen upon him in the river. <laughs> and and both times, happen upon him. Both, both times, you're on top of all that. Your line was fancy seeing you here in the woods or in, in the river. But yeah. <laughs> so after doing all those things, that's still the weak ass line. <laughs> And and, and my solution was was cute and kind of corny and and endearing was if you love using that line so much, walk into the place of work where you know he'll be and say, fancy seeing you here. And you both have a little laugh. And then you say, do you drink anything that's not coffee? And then you go the fuck somewhere else. Yeah, that's. If you really want to use your line, you got, the she line really wants to use the line. <laughs> the line is really cute, but in dance context, it's 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 in very the context derivative. of the woods. The line is it makes derivative. me scared. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's like deliverance. <laughs> I live in West Virginia. Come Just on, Erica wearing like a like a, a alert orange hunting hat. Uh, she's in her high vis in the woods. <laughs> Up in a tree. Um, um, like, I, I think it's because I burned out all of my good romantic energy on Nashville monologue. So now uh, all I have is waiting in the woods to say, fancy seeing you here. I definitely think there are some things in between the Nashville love monologue and the woods. Um, <laughs> wow. Well, 
I just, I think you're better than that. I think you deserve better than having to learn and this is... a new outdoorsy skill uh, just for the sake of making an awkward introduction in the woods. You know, this is simply can, why can... I refuse to make the first move. Or you could say, oh... Instead of learning how to rock climb, be like, hey, I was thinking of learning how to rock climb. Maybe be you like, could show mm, me a few things. Can you spot me? Yeah. Can you help me? Uh, I mean, you don't have to be weird <laughs> like that. But, <laughs> but, you know, you could you could express interest in his interests. And, uh, you know, yeah. be the, if you want to be so trad, have him show you I'm just a weak it. lady. Yeah. How do I be in the woods? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's... We, you're giving you so many options that involve <laughs> doing things that are not waiting around in the woods. Okay, let's hear your oh, thoughts then. God, I'm making the bless first your heart. <laughs> I um as as much as you hate making the first move, I love it. I think it is a cool power move. I love telling guys that like I think they're cute and kicking it off from there. I. Uh, as I was telling you, Erica, I have been banned from every single dating app, so I can't use any yeah, of the apps. I am very curious. Yeah. Okay, so now you y'all roasted me for wanting to go in the woods. Let's talk about <laughs> being banned. I mean, it's not. I didn't do anything. I mean, I did violate the terms of service in that. Okay, well, this is the true saddest thing of it all. Uh, I was happily very much in love in my last relationship and feeling good about myself because I was in a happy relationship and I used to get requests for OnlyFans all the time and I was like okay well if I'm getting requests and I'm not doing it then I'm just saying no to money so I should just do it so made the OnlyFans uh downloaded all these dating apps you know with my partner's consent obviously we were in on this scheme together and used (laughs) dating app profiles to promote my OnlyFans and I think some butthurt incels reported my account uh, because I wouldn't talk to them unless they paid me and uh, I guess that counts as solicited I mean I wasn't like spamming spam messaging anyone it was like if they express interest in me I was like great this is where you can talk to me or whatever yeah um, I feel like that's and like 45% of tinder anyway yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got banned and then uh my boyfriend up and left and now I'm single and I can't use any of the dating apps. So <laughs> it could not have been worse timing. I mean I truly So it's almost like you have to go to the woods. <laughs> <laughs> no one has to go to the woods <laughs> to clarify. Um also I never plan on uh dating ever again and instead of making this Mallory's breakup show, I'm just gonna switch topics because <laughs> it could happen too fast. But um, I will never date again. That's a whole different story. But in the past, when I was, when my heart was filled with hope and joy and not pain and sorrow, I loved making the first move. And the only thing that ever slowed me down was not wanting to preemptively um, manic pixie dream girl myself. Because if you're, like, at a record store and then you're, like, accidentally, you don't want to 500 days of summer yourself and then attract that type of dude yeah um or girl for that matter because you definitely can have like a cute lesbian meet that's the double jeopardy of manic pixie dream girl that just yeah it reminded me of uh i recently watched uh they came together 
uh, which is like a rom rom. It, I love that movie. It's so good, but I just love the scene where they bump into each other and they're like, "Wait, you like fiction books? I've never <laughs> met anyone who likes fiction books." <laughs> like, yeah, everyone needs a moment like that. So yeah, I I don't know. I like that, or like the you know that viral uh you know that viral video, um that YouTube video like a couple summers ago called You, and it was this like blogger vlogger youtube couple who met in whole foods and she was like i was buying celery water he was buying like free range rosette it was just like the most painful thing ever no one can see my face right now just know that it is like a it is, I'm going to find it, it and send it prime, to you. It is prime. I just smelled a fart face. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, it's everything I, you guys hate. I didn't see hate. this video either. <laughs> it's just awful. It's about their terrible relationship in these. I mean, they love it, but they're terrible. Um, but like, I don't know. I feel like the the way you go about meeting the person, kind of like Erica was saying, definitely determines the type of person that you meet. Like, I think, Dan, you saying that you are you know interested in girls who would put themselves out there like that versus erica's looking to be like swept off her feet by gaston i I think erica is is her idea of what trad is 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 an arranged marriage i think is what she's looking for i think i just need some toxic masculinity in my life right now um i'm just kidding everyone uh so if we're if this is a spectrum i'm on one side and mallory's on the other side and i'm and dan in the middle, is in, in the middle how <laughs> nice and tidy <laughs> uh dan tell us about your stance me yeah i mean I, you kind of already did but why I, yeah, I mean, like what like thrills said, you about it my my current relationship was someone who had reached out to me and and you know said something cute as like a nice little first line what, was it fancy seeing you here? <laughs> it was people? not. It was uh, actually, it was the <laughs> that day. That is cute for a dating app, though. <laughs> it was the day that Joe Biden uh, was like officially deemed the next president. And she was just like, hey, you celebrating? And I was actually currently shooting a wedding that was full of Trump supporters who were really bummed out. <laughs> so, wow, that's so funny. But we had funny. like a great, that was a nice back and forth. Because like, yeah, it's cool, but I'm surrounded by people who are miserable right now. And that's also cool. <laughs> so uh, that, it was a nice like, you know, pick up from there. And uh, but, you know, there have been times where, you know, I've shot my shot too. And. There's more than like like I said, Erica's so you're you're so like scared or I guess you know there's too many moments where you've been rejected, <laughs> but that's how it works. Like not everyone Numbers is interested game. in you, and that that is kind of always the joke of like men. It's like a law of averages where you have to reach out to women, and it like it for sales. women it's like a filtering <laughs> where you're filtering yeah. out all the the fucking yeah. dorks. Unless and- you're me. <laughs> But and you have a neon sign that you're accepting all dorks <laughs> and weirdos, and I, I, I give off like uh, I, I give off uh, I, I don't even know like I have nothing in the pipeline now, but uh, well, I, before I would give off like in cell vibes off pod is yeah. is like it's okay to have nothing in the pipeline sometimes like yeah I there were moments when I moved to Jersey City. And I didn't really know anybody. And also, I didn't, like, have any dating prospects. And I 
but I also like wasn't fully happy with myself. Like I, I didn't know who I was specifically. Like I, I had an idea, but you gotta do that date yourself thing. I, I dated myself for like a good Ugh. couple years, where I would legitimately like, take myself out to brunch, and like just have a good time in my own company because at, at the time I didn't have much choice until I started meeting people organically by going to the coffee shop and and yeah like talking to people and then you know you meet them and then you meet their friends and then and then you meet someone who has a collection of harry potter funko pops <laughs> you know that's, which if that's, you're gonna roast you me i'm going. gonna roast you right back <laughs> that's the you know but that but after her i met the person i'm, I'm currently seeing and uh <laughs> it's it's sometimes you have to date the harry potter funko girl to see who else is out there. <laughs> That's to beautiful see how much better advice. It could be. um, and now I'm dating someone who's like your Funko very much offline, and I try Zero to tell her Funko things pops. about the internet, and she's like, "I don't know what the, I did. I don't remember when everything was cake for a moment over the summer." And I'm like, "That is so refreshing to know." I that. would give anything to live in her brain. I don't right? want to know that everything she, was cake. She'll like ask me to explain some weird internet phenomenon. I'm like, honestly, like you're better off not knowing. It's a burden for me to know these things. I don't want to ruin your brain. Uh, so yeah, it. But you know, I I really had to take the time to I'm like I'm building you know my relationship myself. I'm building my career. I'm meeting you know new people that was I was meeting them on a friend context before I was looking to find a romantic you know connection and there were people here and there that I dated you know a little bit here and there and, and things just didn't click but the main goal was to be you know to build myself and to build a good base because I, I really believe that you need to kind of be happy with yourself to be happy with someone else and I think you need that foundation to like keep everything else that you're balancing like level and and balanced so, i agree with and that the more and i that feel you're like in spaces in, go ahead erica yeah i mean i feel like in uh in a sense the like hard stance of like i am not gonna make the first move is also in like uh it could be self-preservation in that way because it's like uh i've done that before i was ready like a lot of times and it's kind yeah. of like if you're not the one planning to make the move and it sort of happens to you it mm -hmm. gives you a different perspective it gives you maybe some time to think about it and if you're not the one who's like planning on putting it all out there I feel like it leaves less time for you to sort of idealize the person and um, get this like idea of what it could be in your head because um, I feel like it rarely acts like that. Um, that could just be me being a little cynical. But I think it's important to like be objective. And I, I know like myself personally, if I'm like I am going to make the first move and I have this whole idea of like, how it's going to play out and it really does um and when it does it it never ends up being that good in the relationship either um I, but that so, happens like that that's it just happens how but it works. i i just know it, like for me it always sucks kind of sure idealizing the way you planned, but yeah but like idealizing is different than like not going the way that you planned and i think that it's something that i am particularly susceptible to cuz i'm like a very like optimistic yeah but you also like, can't person. take those moments personally like you are who you are 
and other people are who they are and it's very hard to you know that that meme of like i can fix them and it's like that's not really a rational thing to do you should never go into a relationship looking to change who that person is because it's only going to lead to heartbreak you know because you're you won't be able to but like you know going back to just the whole like reinventing yourself or, or like figuring out who you are i mean you just move to a new place you move somewhere that you don't know anybody in the middle of nowhere and you just started Where there's a, a new, lot of woods and you just started a new job and a lot like, of white waters these are a lot of transitionary <laughs> like big life steps that you kind of sometimes need to step back and recalibrate yourself oh yeah, yeah. and then you know, then you'll you'll go to, you know, you'll you'll bump into somebody at Rural King and you'll reach for the same live chicken together and then you'll have a Fancy little meet seeing you here. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, dance point like going out and the dating yourself and the like really understanding yourself and getting your footing in what is still like a relatively new home living situation, this brand new job that you have, the more that you are I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but like the more that you are authentically yourself and being in spaces that are interesting to you and going to see, you know, bands that you like and go at like, you know, doing things that make you happy. You're going to meet other people there and you already know that you guys have this baseline connection of like, okay, we share this one thing. And I don't know, the more likely you are to, if you're in places you like, the more likely you are to meet someone who also likes those things. And it's a lot, it's a hell of a lot easier than apps, I think. Yeah, I mean, that- Do you think there's ever a situation in which it's like more of a neutral move? Like, have you ever had it happen that like, you didn't even really need there to be someone making the first move because it was just sort of like a move that you made together? Oh, um, I actually think I do. Were you like accidentally get into a relationship? <laughs> like <laughs> That's probably what happened with my last one. Yeah, I mean Was that an app meet or no? No. It was we'd been in each other's proximity for a while. Um we hung out, but it was sort of like there was no it, it wasn't like, like the whole time I was kind of like, is this a friendship pizza? Is this I, a, what pizza? Uh, yeah, and see. then like there was like a romantic undercurrent, but it wasn't like overtly romantic. And then I feel like we basically went for the kiss at the same time. And then like every move after that was like one that we made together. I think okay. I think that could be good, but I think it also leads a lot of questions when there isn't like a defined line that's crossed. Well, yeah, because we like, never had the like exclusivity conversation. Yeah, we never I think had that's like super important. That's yeah, really hard on both parties. Yeah. yeah, because then you never really know what is at stake, you know. And that yeah. that was something I really set out because I've been in that situation too, where you're constantly like trying <laughs> to define it in your head without outward. Like you're like far too far into it now to be like, hey, are you actually my girlfriend? You yeah. know. Yeah. Um. And then you got. I think it was like, like the like week. Nightmare it was like the week before he dumped me that we finally had the conversation. He was like, "Yeah, oh. I'm not seeing other people." By the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I tried to get that like with my with my current relationship. It's something I really want to see out. Like I really am interested, and I'm really you know looking to the future. And I early on really wanted to get that out of the way. And just be like, hey, listen, I'm not interested in seeing anyone else. I'm hoping you feel that same way because I want to set that out there 
at, you know, as soon as I felt things were going well. It's like, hey, I'm interested in seeing where this goes. Are you along for the ride with me? You know? <laughs> so at least we know where we stand. And I don't have to think about those things. Because there's been times where I've dated people and I've been, like, really into them and not had that conversation. And then yeah. said something vaguely exclusive. And they would be like, oh, I'm actually still, like, dating around. And it's like, oh, mm, yeah. Who is the energy for this. that? Like, who? That's, like, an even scarier move yeah. to make, though. I think then, like, the first move is the exclusivity that, like, okay, move. Oh, yeah. But it's, the, it's something that needs to be done. The clarification exclusivity move it, it's, is scary. It's absolutely scary. But it it's, it's high risk, high reward. Like, if you know 100%. that that's out of the way... Mm-hmm. That's a whole like I I have my absolute shares of anxieties, but knowing yeah. like that that thing is out of the way and just like okay we're on the same page we're both <laughs> you know we're in a relationship like I can be ang- anxious about everything else but at least I know like where we stand on that end you know yeah it can either be so affirming or I mean it goes the complete opposite direction like you're saying and I think I'm sure everyone's like been in that situation where you think you're on one path and you learn that the other person wants to go faster wants to go slower is seeing other people and you're not on the same page and that's when you know that you either fix it or cut it off instead of just being in this limbo that feels awful when you aren't communicating you're just like bumbling along and it's becoming higher and higher risk and more and more feelings are about to get hurt the more you put it off yeah i'm not gonna lie to you guys this whole episode feels a little bit like a roast erica sesh it's it's oh no it's not (laughs) dance like it is (laughs) oh i mean i'm just honest with you i mean it's not it's not coming from anywhere i feel seen it's it's absolutely with love it's just we want you to i know how like confident and you know strong of a person you are to see you you know not be that way out of the fear of just someone saying like no to you or like it's rejection i can be a top in the workplace and a bottom in the boudoir She's yeah. a girl boss in the sheets and a, <laughs> a girl boss in the streets, trad wife yeah. in the sheets. Yeah. But I, I think your like <laughs> idea of trad is a construct too that just fits everything. Everything is a construct. I know. But Well, we can't we can't go anywhere with that. I so. mean, like I said, the, the trad <laughs> stuff I think is is deep rooted in like a religious aspect. So if you want to meet someone like that, start going to church. I mean, done and go done, to church, but... bitch. Go to church. So I, that's not bad advice. The church I, of the woods. For the trad thing. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, you gotta you gotta go to the places where the people you want to meet are. I mean, yeah. that's. I mean, that could be the woods. You're right. It, I don't recommend <laughs> it, but it, maybe maybe. I mean, maybe join an outdoor crew. Like a group of people who do out night hikes. Join perhaps. a gang. Join a, a birding <laughs> society. I mean, yeah. If you want to meet people anything. who are interested in birds, <laughs> that's where you go. Uh, you got to go where the people are. And I think the important thing Erica said, though, is that her not wanting to make the first move and pursue things right now isn't necessarily the fear of rejection although I guess you know that's part of it I think for anyone but that you're looking to play defense more than offense right now and maybe you're not so receptive you don't want to 
go out of your way to make those moves because you it sounds like you're not even sure if that's what you want at all so you would rather you know react as opposed to put together a scheme and go out and look for it which yeah like to very me sounds like maybe you aren't looking for anything at all yeah right I think now. very very untrad actually is like I don't think that I want to plan my life around that it's just like Okay, sarah sarah if it happens yeah. it happens and it's just like i don't know we'll check back in in like a year or even yeah, six months and i might have a different opinion yeah. on it but right now approach, you also can't be <clears throat> upset when it, it's not happening either do i look upset i mean you've been upset <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know the- so it's the fact that you're sitting in the dark with very dramatic <laughs> shadows asking <laughs> You looked Do upset. I look like something's wrong as I wallow in the darkness? <laughs> you no, look I mean, like a painting. I mean, off-pod things you've said, just like about not having any prospects in the pipeline yeah. is something that well, brings... Well, that's more just an- like something that's weird for me because I always have. Yeah, but... And it's like an unlearning, but I wouldn't say it's necessarily like desolation or sorrow or something that I'm like, I need to remedy this now. It's just weird. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to you know, have those prospects and those ideas. But yeah, I, I mean, if, if there is that idea that things will happen, it'll happen. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you want to expedite that process. And sometimes that involves having to make the first move, I guess is a good way to kind of tie that together is, you know, you could bump into this guy at the coffee shop endlessly and you could be waiting around for him to make the first move, but he could also be waiting for you to make some kind of signal that makes him think that he should make the first move. And there is also another especially thing, in like, like a food service situation, that, you don't like yeah because it's can't like escape <laughs> from you. <laughs> that that's so kind of my other thing. You don't, uh, you know, but also he has to be nice to me. Yeah. Th- yeah, that's, that's the problem. That's kind of a thing, too, though. Like me, But I'm saying it's easy for me to misconstrue that. When I was shooting a yeah. lot of events or, you know, I shoot weddings and I shoot other, you know, uh, you know, some gallery openings and things like that, there is an air of professionality. Like, I don't flirt with these people, like, at a wedding because I'm working. Like, I'm on the clock. You know what I mean? And, and that it's would be not time a, theft. It's not. It's, <laughs> yes, from myself. But, you know, there there is an air of professionality of like no one wants to like, go. Oh, the, the photographer's hitting on me, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's something I avoid, you know, when I was single because it, it, it kind of is a bad look. So if someone is, you know, if you own a coffee shop, uh, you know, it's you can flirt with the customers but sometimes it's not well received you know so people are a little you don't want to be the creepy shop owner who flirts with their customers and makes people feel weird so you know that like i said if that is something you're looking to pursue you might need to make a move in in even if it's just something like letting them know that you are interested in something besides buying like their product the kim kardashian graze i'm dropping hints that i'm single yeah she's like i'm single <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what i mean like because there is that that barrier of professionality that is not easy to cross because that that's you know 
there's the you know the riskiness of just being rejected Once but there's the there, riskiness of like losing back. a customer or like getting a yeah. bad yelp review that could tank your business <laughs> so or is someone going off canceling you on twitter because you, you uh hit on them when they were trying to buy their coffee and now your <laughs> coffee shop is <laughs> getting yelp bombed because yeah. you because made you got me uncomfortable. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> that that's the other thing so yeah if you if you may want to not sit in purgatory of like a will they won't they sometimes you have to take charge in some way just to like roll get the ball rolling a little bit you know and to be honest I'm or not you there can yet. sit in the purgatory forever I'm not, that's cool yeah. i'm not there's no there's no urgency yeah but that again that's i can cool afford to also. sit around in the woods all right here's the deal what you do is you just find out what car he drives <laughs> Subaru Outback. Oh, leave a little note on his car. Like, but then you have to like he has to know that you know like there's a mutual knowing that that's his vehicle. You like run into him in the parking lot or something, and then you can like leave a little note on no, his car or something because it's like out of the work environment. You actually run into his car in the parking lot and then you leave okay. a note saying like, "Hey, here's my <laughs> insurance information. Here's my number. Call me so we could sort this out." Or, you T-bone him. When he's leaving work, you guys have to exchange phone numbers because of the insurance. The you join the IRS. <laughs> the implication, once again. You join the IRS. Okay, yeah, we actually are back to an implication. You broke his leg. He can no longer rock climb. He cannot you run away from him. me. All right, two words, car bomb. <laughs> These are just as legitimate hey, as waiting and Everyone take notes. is explosive. <laughs> take notes you don't have to slide into dms anymore these are some really good ideas yeah uh, um to hit or or, or take just the heat have, off of erica for have a second your mom though. slide him a handwritten note oh. it's a foolproof plan get him take him to go see war of the world <laughs> there's a movie theater by me that does like throwback cinema and they, they probably would play that absolutely yeah that's kind of a cute date idea um i was working a customer service job I was working at a general store in my hometown and uh there was a guy that would come in and hit on me all the time and would always ask for my phone number this is the opposite side I'm not saying this is how you are coming off you potentially might come off Erica but this is just you know when you are hitting on someone in their place of work they have to be nice to you I guess until they don't and uh they can't escape you and uh, he would, like, leave his number for me. And the cooks in the kitchen would be like, you're not being nice to him. Like, oh, he's just trying to be nice. You should be flattered, whatever. Um, this man did go on to <laughs> murder four people Holy up the street. Shit. Was it Cosmo? Um, it was Cosmo DiNardo that Holy used to hit on shit. me. Yeah. So um, you can watch the is, documentary but... about him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Also, his name was Cosmo DiNardo, so I don't know why that wasn't a red flag. He had a little widow's peak that um, he used to, like, shave. Immediately yep. to prison. This is very problematic, prison. but uh, I met someone, because at my coffee shop there was someone who had, like, known him, and uh, they, like, went to high school with him, and they were like, yeah, when I found out it, I was him, it wasn't a surprise. We used to call him Cosmo Retardo. Woof. I mean... <laughs> What uh He definitely wasn't all there. Is this a Philly person? <laughs> uh Ben Salem. Um, like oh. yeah. I was gonna say, why can't you just I, be a cheese pervert like the rest of Philly, you know? <laughs> just a, Just be a Swiss cheese pervert. Yeah, just <laughs> the be run of the mill Swiss cheese pervert. 
Do you guys remember the butt stabber in Philly <laughs> for yes. a while? He was like stabbing people in the ass and uh, like in line at Wawa and stuff. Yeah, he was he was cutting people with a razor blade, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, what what means to an end is that? <laughs> like, what are I you don't doing? know. Uh, it's a far cry, but at least some of the pressure is off of Erica. Yeah, Erica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Second. Don't yeah. murder anyone. And don't, don't be the cosmo don't put Leonardo Swiss with cheese your on my no, I was gonna say the one that might you could be a Swiss cheese pervert. <laughs> like make the holes of the Swiss like line up perfectly with my nipples. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't I haven't spent any time in West Virginia, but is that could that kind of be cool there or no? I think it could be cool anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> it's not regionally specific. <laughs> Uh, oh, the cheese nips. Yeah, I want to oh say. Oh my god. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't really know it well enough here, but yeah, it's uh, it's one hell of a first move, you know. <laughs> you know. I I feel like if there's any takeaway from this, it's that like, if you're worried about making the first move, not to like put like a cast a pall over this lovely conversation, but it's like. If you're worried about the first move, it's not so much like one move. It's like a series of moves. Yeah. Because you're constantly making moves and moving else. forward. I guess until you get married. I, I think that's when the move And then begin. afterwards, I guess the move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, getting married is it's just the first of many moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're just making like oh, no. micro that, moves until I, marriage. I think and then the moves macro. don't stop. But that that also applies to every other factor of life. Yeah, because it's like to you, your job. It's just called yeah. making decisions. I think it's, it's not necessarily forward making motion. Moves. It's yeah, it's just yeah. forward motion. And sometimes there's more momentum, and sometimes the decisions are easier, but sometimes they're harder. And it's just. I guess that's kind of the good thing, though, is like if you make that first, if someone has to make the first move, it's almost like the rest of the moves can be made mutually like you can decide together if you want to be exclusive like you can decide together yeah. if you want to get married you can decide yeah. together if you want to get divorced yeah and i think it, it like i said it does get easier and it does get harder but it, it it the idea is to balance it out and you know sometimes it you can make those harder decisions together and it makes those harder decisions easier but unless you disagree and then you break up but then it's harder exactly then you date me yeah. instead there we go <laughs> but if it is just a relationship is just a series of all of these smaller decisions i think that does uh it eases a little bit of the pressure off of that first initial move i mean there is something to be said for the first impressions of it all but like if if you're making a bunch of little moves that ultimately lead to something larger no one tiny thing has to be the be all end all like if it's a relationship that's going to work out the saying something a little embarrassing <laughs> the first time off like doesn't have to be a deal breaker that's why you, you just can default to fancy seeing you here i mean you know <laughs> can't what? mess with I, the classics i hope you use that and you find your trad husband <laughs> of your dreams i hope fancy seeing you here is like the meat cute that you want it to be someday I'll, it'll I just be spaghetti that, that I throw at the wall. Just that'll be my my greeting now. Oh boy! I mean, it is just you just throw a bunch of stuff at the wall. To that same point, and then I you think know every... you found the one when they do <laughs> finger guns in return. <laughs> You're setting yourself up for another weird fucking relationship. <laughs> hey, I love you. Right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a big move. The I love you move. I also love the I love you move. <laughs> I'm so Did I tell you about the time someone got mad at me because I said it first and he was like, I wanted to say it first. And I was like, well, you had your chance. Oh. They got mad at you? They got mad at me. <laughs> Yeah, in the moment, it was like, oh, I love you too, but I wanted to say it first. Wow. I don't feel Just like the first I love you. I, think you, I, think, I yeah. think you both know who that was. <laughs> I feel like I can infer. I don't know. I feel like I'm so checked out. <laughs> They're all bad. They would all make a bad decision like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that, like, I did... With my most recent relationship, he asked me to be his girlfriend, and we were still long distance at that time before I moved back to New York to be with him eventually, because obviously I did say yes eventually, but I was so scared of that type of commitment. Oh, I hate this. This is such a cringy thing that I did. Um, I wanted to be his girlfriend, but I was afraid, so I was like, what if I'm just like, (laughs) it's like, instead of you being my boyfriend, what if you're just like, my boyfriend? For a little bit like what if <laughs> what if we just like keep it a little bit more like we can put a title on it but we don't have just what's better than be that guy who was calling his his it, not even his girlfriend he was like it's my lady friend please oh, oh the lady yeah, the lady bad. friend is That's like really that that sounds like you're like when your grandfather dies and your grandmother has like a live-in like lesbian girlfriend but yeah no one wants to admit it yes They're, they'll be like yeah that's that's a edna's lady friend classic everyone has a grandma lesbian grandma's lady friend <laughs> i think wait <laughs> You're just referencing 30 Rock, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I think it's what a lot of Erica's references yeah. come back oh, to 30 yeah. Rock. You remember, that, you remember that time and then she just like flashes back to something that happened on television and not actually in her life? Oh, man. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, the, the label thing is always weird. Uh I, I was always the person who wanted to put a label thing on things. And then I like was in a relationship at one time where the woman I was seeing like really wanted, she's like, can we be Facebook official? And I'm like, Ugh. why <laughs> oh. can't we just keep doing this thing we're doing? And, but that again was just me being, it's usually the death knell. Well, that was, the, it's I, the Frank ocean song, well, <laughs> Facebook so the, story the was, where the girl breaks I up with him to have that security of like having that label. And I still kind of do because it kind of eliminates that gray area. But yeah, I mean, that was obviously looking back on a sign that I wasn't all in on the relationship by n- me not wanting to kind of define it. And then when de- I, we defined it, it kind of fell apart shortly after because then that brought along a lot of other expectations to the table, um, like square plates. <laughs> for Valentine's Day. Uh, uh, now you got to tell the story. No, I really don't want it. You do. You really come on. You just there, roasted me for an hour there's straight. Not, you I need mean, to tell the story. That uh, I I just hope she's not listening. I don't think she listens. Uh, well, no. I mean, I I think she's great, and I I wish her all the best. And I know she's in a, oh, a happy it's re- really gonna be bad, isn't no, it? It was, it's it was just, it's she had a lot of expectations for like having a good Valentine's Day, where she, for some, you know, her idea of a fancy restaurant was a place that had square plates. So we set out 
in the city to find a <laughs> restaurant that had square plates. Was, Ruby Tuesday has square plates. And, and, and it's a fancy <laughs> restaurant, so check, check box. Am I not fancy enough to know that square plates denote some type of elegance? Is, I, that, a, is I, that a thing? I don't think so. But <laughs> okay, again, I didn't it, know if I was completely missing out on this part of culture no, or if... <laughs> I, I, it was no. just something that they wanted. And, you know, that's me I'm, being well, a boyfriend at the time. Tried to make that happen. Uh, uh, that's all you can do. Yeah. You care about someone. They want square plates for a, a holiday that clearly means something to them. Then that's what you try to do. Yeah. But, but. it was, yeah. So, I, again, this is going back so long ago. I, just, <laughs> just, I hate dredging it up. But, yeah. No, it was, it was one of the deals. Like, clearly, I wasn't feeling 100% on the relationship. So, having to do these meet these expectations that I internally was not up to meeting, you know, was hard, you know? So I, that's a, that's a red flag, you know, <laughs> like that's something that, yeah. you know, now if I was feeling those things, I mean, the, the previous really, I wasn't even in like the previous person I was dating up until my current relationship, you know, which only lasted a bit. It was just a couple of dates, but you know, you start to see like what you want and what this person is providing. And when there's, you know gaps in those things and they're not meeting your needs learning to be able to cut it off and learning to know that like okay like this is how it's going to be this is not how i want it to continue being the and most important you, you... move of all <laughs> ending <laughs> it <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's something and you know it wasn't we weren't anywhere at the point where i think i you know i think we like broke up over text <laughs> but it wasn't even a breakup because we weren't officially together but yeah you know you start to see what you want and you start to know what you want and, and what you don't want and when you're in that preliminary part of a relationship if you're not getting that you know don't pursue it in the hopes that things will get better or things will change because in most cases they won't so yeah yeah but, that, but i can imagine like Erica saying having these expectations that it gets a lot harder to because like when you put it like that Dan it does sound easy you know like oh easy ish that you're in this situation you want certain things this other person wants certain things if it doesn't match up if you can't make each other happy the way you both want to be happy then like okay no harm no foul we went on a few dates and like this isn't going to work for us so that's that yeah but i can see how that gets complicated if you have this like but i can change this but i can make this work if you have questions and this is not even speaking about erica in a, in general and also personally if you have questions <laughs> about like your self-worth if you have questions about what you feel like you deserve in a relationship which also is like the rupaul uh if you can't love yourself how the hell are you gonna love somebody else how the type hell are you thing? gonna like, frack the earth <laughs> RuPaul fracking jokes make me laugh so hard Erica you know that you know I love fracking jokes um, but yeah I mean if you have to uh, care about yourself enough to voice those concerns and not just kind of passively bop along with someone who maybe doesn't want to be exclusive or maybe doesn't speak your love language who doesn't show you that you're valuable in a way that makes you feel valuable if you have these visions of like but maybe down the line or once we get here or once this happens it it's a lot harder to let that something go if it feels like it might be something else in the future but realistically that's just not 
yeah. what it is. And that, I think, also mm-hmm. plays into knowing yourself <laughs> and taking the time to learn yeah. about yourself <clears throat> is knowing the things that you need and knowing things you need from other people and knowing when you're not getting those things and the possibility of not getting them in the future. Like, can you live without getting that? Yeah, and or, it's also, like, being comfortable enough with yourself to ask for them. Yeah, and then yeah. if it still doesn't f- fulfill those needs, that's when you need to think about the future. And do you yeah. want to keep pursuing it? Do you want to keep, uh, you know, dealing with it or putting in the extra bit that you're not getting back? Uh, are you going to look for that elsewhere, which is also not good, you know? So... I think that comes down to a big part of, yeah, knowing yourself, knowing what you need, knowing what you need from other people, and then not being satisfied until you find something that fills those needs. And then also, and being, you know, strong enough to, to break it off, you know, yeah. if, if that is the case. Not settling because yeah, you think settling. your needs are too much or that, you know, the things that you want someone out there will, you know, within reason, be able to provide to you. Like the there's someone out there for everyone type of thing. You know, if you're not getting what you need in your current relationship, the I feel like the idea that, you know, no one's going to give me this or if I'm not with this person, then no one's going to love me or this is the best that it's going to get. I feel like that mentality gets people trapped in things where they're unhappy and then... um whether it's deserved or not, there's I, I there's definitely some resentment toward that other person that you want something in that relationship that's not happening. And if you've communicated it or if you haven't, that other person not giving it to you, there's some it breeds some contempt. It's just the really you can't overstate the importance of self-love and like valuing yourself and knowing yourself and your needs when it comes to being in a relationship. But it's also so fucking hard to do yeah also so. now that we're over Marsh an hour into Allah, this i love yeah i just love how like the very nature of this podcast like the ethos is so strong that we'll start out with like the most aspirational thing as like such like like the exciting prospect of a new relationship and always end up at <laughs> breaking up this is Every how you recover time. from the devastating breakup I, that started a with a cute line us, at like, a coffee how, shop how bad relationships i mean like, I, yeah no i i regret nothing like i said now that we're like an hour in i'd really like to put a disclaimer <laughs> yeah. out there that i'm no expert on relationships well that's by being on the show that's the yeah whole, that's I, the whole i mean yeah. I'm, I'm a, a fucking mess uh about a lot of things i have a lot of relationship anxieties that you know i i'm just so conditioned from previous bad relationships that i'm just always ready for everything to fall apart at a moment's notice and that you know and and you know the other thing is just you know uh boyfriend imposter syndrome you know (laughs) where you're like oh how could this person possibly be into me or you know those kind of things so I, i i come off more confident than I am a lot of times. Um, yeah, when but, you're telling me what to do. I mean, these but, things are easier said than done oh, when you those care who about the person, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Hence all of us. Those who can't about do roast. But, you know, I've, yeah. I, it's been, it's really hard to break those conditions of, you know, just like not expecting a person to just bail at a moment's notice, you know, because that's happened yeah. to me a lot in the past. And to not project that onto a new, you know, relationship is hard. 
and you know there's there's been plenty i mean eric has been my sounding board for a lot of stuff <laughs> and it's just we've comes, seen the best and the worst it comes down to communication because there were stuff anxieties that i had that i you know recently communicated and the solution was just like oh yeah i didn't know okay <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't it great when it's that easy yeah. so, <laughs> I mean it's hard to get that ball oh, rolling but like, when you, you know, get that feedback it's like oh god yeah. oh yeah you do just have to communicate and, like, and you're it's, like yeah. no I'm actually dating relief. like a normal person who is actually invested as well and it's hard to believe yeah. sometimes there's and, no like ulterior motive yeah so there's no implication <laughs> <laughs> so you know and and uh, the communication stuff is really hard too but it gets to the point where it's like oh do i suffer in silence without yeah. your you know person you're with uh you know knowing or not knowing in most cases they probably don't know and then when you voice those things like that's a step towards improving upon it or going the opposite way but at least you know you know and that's it's hard yeah it like like we said it's a series of little steps yeah <laughs> succession <laughs> of moves yeah. So, but yeah, I think communication's key. Uh, learning to communicate better is key. But also, you know, with a new relationship, you have to also realize what their your partner's communication level is. Also, you know. Yeah. Yep. So, and it's just it's a learning experience. You're learning about each other. You you know you're learning more about yourself through this other person from a, a different perspective. The people we date Sometimes, are simply yeah. mirrors. Yep. <laughs> and it yeah. all, we are seeing ourselves. And it all comes in down to making that first move. Cue <laughs> <laughs> <Q> theme song. <laughs> he did it for you, Eric. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Dan tied the knot. Stealing. He oh, made well. he made the move. I made the move. <laughs> I did I have been saying this whole time that's all I've wanted. Oh. Erica's been looking for a new host for her own podcast. <laughs> She's become passive to her own podcast. No. Um, that's not true. Anyone who's no, listening to this who can't read sarcasm. <laughs> any any Europeans out there. Yeah, that was heavily sarcastic. She is the master of her domain. I am. I'm out. In so many ways. Yeah. Um I cool. feel like we did a good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any uh, any any closing words? Any words of advice for people listening? Any any words of advice for people who aren't me? Um, um ideally <laughs> I would say if you're if you feel confident enough, shoot your shot and just don't be too rejected if the other person doesn't feel the same way. Yeah, don't listen to me. Do do that. That's good. Don't don't That's why I had to bring other people. <laughs> don't in. project uh, your your thoughts onto somebody else. Don't assume, don't take up an extreme sport. Don't don't say you know. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea is is you know learn to be comfortable enough with yourself that you know the idea is, uh, you are who you are. If they say no, like that doesn't change who you are. Like you're yeah, you'll yeah. just go back to being the person you were before you asked the question. Uh, or there's the possibility of them being into it. And then you get to start off on a whole new journey. Even I don't it- know who said it, but there was this quote. I- I'm going to make myself sound like the biggest goon by not knowing who said this originally. But it was like something about like falling in love, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but what, what if it doesn't work out? Ah, but what if it does? 
That's it's yeah. a good one. I think that was uh the great Doctor Seuss. <laughs> it was, was Ruby Carr. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shut up! I must have known you were wrong. <laughs> you're the drawers were dipped inside me, searching for honey that oh. would not come for you. <laughs> Getting um, spoiled with this sound. I would like to second Dan's <laughs> advice. Uh, also stress, as we kind of have toward the end here, the importance of self-love and self-compassion in this whole process. And also your uh, practical advice to the listeners to go forth and work with is that every app is a dating app if you know how to work it. <laughs> And um, <laughs> don't let the conventions of dating apps stop you from using, you know, Strava, your your run tracking app. Um, uh, Venmo works too. <laughs> you can make anything a dating app okay, if wait, you no. believe in yourself. And I'm I think gonna... you should believe in yourself. What about Microsoft Authenticator? <laughs> Truly any app. You just got to be creative. Uh, yeah. What about... um? Uh, face app <laughs> wombo what about canva <laughs> you can make a date me infographic yeah i think that's not a bad idea <laughs> uh google drive oh it's pretty easy um I'm, the, yeah. the taco bell app that's Ooh, that's a good one hey if you uh, if you have if you share a taco bell order with somebody that's that's a personal <laughs> shit that's true. That's immediate. So I would like love that. to reiterate that every app is a dating app. <laughs> Robin <laughs> If you work at it. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, that's, that's good advice. Yeah. The, the Samsung Smart Things. Are you just, are you just things going app. through your Get app off list? your phone, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> She's truly trying to hand over the reins of this podcast. <laughs> I'm just like, giving people ideas. It's starting to feel like our podcast where she's just on the phone every time I am talking. <laughs> <laughs> I have ADHD. Um, okay. Uh so yeah, um, now that we've sort of like given advice both to me and to the listeners, where can everyone find you? Uh, I can go first on that. Um, so exclusive information that has <laughs> this is a uh, unbefriendable exclusive. I am taking a break from Twitter and Instagram. Um, so I'm going to uh, drop a link on both of those pages. Um, you can find me everywhere. My photography, YouTube stuff, cooking stuff, all of the shit I love to do is all my first and last name, um, MalloryCore.com, MalloryCore on Instagram, etc. Um, but I'm going to be focusing more on long-form projects the next few months instead of um, just rapidly uh, losing my soul on Twitter. That's as great. it has been recently. So um, I also uh, occasionally contribute to Erica's Larkin Lace blog, so you can see some more long-form writing there. Um, yeah, we took a yeah. little break because there was like some personal uh, chaos in my life and uh, it will be back next week. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, keep an eye out for me on those platforms for some more slow and steady stuff. Mm, love that. Dan? Mm -hmm. uh, you can find me Twitter and Instagram uh, at Dan Bassini. Uh, I have not succumbed to the soul suckingness of... Uh, <laughs> 
Twitter making me leave the platform just yet. Uh, you can. It'll happen. <laughs> I just keep it fun and light. Um, the only reason why I think either of us have Twitter at this point is so we can have stuff to talk about on our other podcast. Yeah, more or less. But I, yeah. I've been <laughs> we need more and more offline because I've just been spending more and more time away from my computer, and it. It's a joyous occasion. It's a mitzvah. I've been the Sisyphus of that, <laughs> pushing the the stupid rock up the hill. Did you, do you still have Twitter? 280 characters. Did you put Twitter back on your phone? <laughs> no, I just use the web app and it's really annoying. So it's like, it's like annoyingly prohibitive. So yeah. I don't spend as much time on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can go to dambassini.com and uh, I mean you can browse my portfolio or <laughs> go to the store and I have zines for sale. Uh, my Cruel Summer book is the latest one. My No Invite series is available and I do have uh, two different print series, Flowers and God Disposes, and they're uh, <coughs> sets of five four by sixes uh, limited to 20 editions each, hand numbered and signed. Pick those up. Uh, and yeah, since Erica never talks about our other podcast on this podcast, <laughs> you can listen to our other podcast, have a nice life, uh, everywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, yes. Yes. And you should, cause you it's absolutely should. very, very funny. Yep. Um, awesome. Uh, don't forget to rate review, tell your friends. Uh, I am not running out of topics but i'm realizing that a lot of the topics i want to talk about are like very specific to me and i'm gonna keep going with that because obviously i have to talk about what i know but i would also really love feedback i've gotten some really good recommendations for shows that i'm gonna be doing in the future there's actually one that i recorded um ahead of this that will be coming out next about uh what happens when your ex moves on really quickly so that's something that I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> Mallory is pretending to kill herself. Uh, <laughs> you should get uh, Dr. Drew on here. Who? Dr. Drew. Who? TV what? doctor, Dr. Drew. I don't know who Are you is. trying to be shady, Eric? <laughs> I don't know who Dr. Drew Jesus is. Should Christ. I know who Dr. Drew is? This, this is absolutely have a nice life conversation. <laughs> but Dr. <laughs> Drew used to host a radio show called Love Line. And there's some specific uh, appearances by the band Pennywise that are very funny. Ooh, or Delilah, the DJ oh, for like the love songs. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think we might have to. Everyone, uh, after this episode on Monday, take your ass over to Have a Nice Life, where we will continue this Talking conversation. About Dr. Drew's <laughs> appearance with Pennywise, the band on Love Line. <laughs> Uh, a little taste, uh, the, the singer Pennywise gets really, really drunk, proceeds to throw up on Dr. Drew, and then hold the radio station hostage, claiming that he has a grenade. So, Ooh, nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'll watch that. Classic. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, if you and want that's to just the kind of thing we talk about on the other podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a small taste of it. That was um, your teaser. Yeah. Yeah. So to just, like, hit me up. I love having conversations with you all. Um. You can either do it on my personal Instagram at E-M-R-I-C-C-H-I-N-I or at the, that's with two E's, unboyfriendable. Um, you'll know that it's me because I only follow three accounts, which is myself, John Mayer, and have a nice life. So, oh my God. <laughs> uh, the ultimate waiting for him to make the first move. The ball is in his court. <laughs> 
you, you gotta you gotta make an appointment like uh like a covid vaccine i'll just go to one of his shows and be yeah, like yeah he, he doesn't come here. to you you have to go to one of the many uh <laughs> john mayer dick down sites run by the military <laughs> and wait in the woods yeah. to be chosen the, the john mayer uh mega site yeah run by the national guard <laughs> yeah perfect amazing um all right uh be good y'all